in shocking millennial news, which is everybody's favorite kind, millennials mm-hmm. don't like cereal. They're, the headline, of course, is that millennials are too lazy for cereal. Yeah. <laughs> which, that's not it, guys. I mean, okay, yeah. So washing a bowl is kind of inconvenient. And okay, so I'm not really a millennial. I'm a little bit older than most millennials and yet younger than Generation X people. So I'm not, I don't belong to a generation. I'm just a person on earth who is this old. I'm 33 years old and I've started getting white hairs. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) No, for real, I just yanked one out this morning and it's actually a returnee. I'm pretty sure I've yanked that same one out before and my hairdresser yanked (laughs) one out during my haircut the other day. So that's kind of a bummer. I mean, my mom is 30 years older than I am and she just started going gray like a couple years ago. And I'm like, I don't see why i should start going gray now but i am so whatever um it's because you work with all those dude bros i really don't my coworkers are the sweetest they're like one of them if he accidentally interrupts me he'll like stop himself and be like what were you saying and half the time i don't know because like (laughs) i'm not really paying attention i'm just saying things but but the other half it's like it's really sweet and i really appreciate that and the other i don't know my coworkers are great um for the most part so that um where oh yeah cereal (laughs) um yeah i mean paper bowls and plastic spoons are totally a thing so if millennials really wanted to solve the problem of cereal being too inconvenient they could and they're smart enough and they know these things you can get paper bowls and plastic spoons from amazon in huge quantities and have cereal uh the milk is well the milk is a problem Um, I live a mostly milk-free lifestyle because milk is inconvenient. You have to go to the grocery store to obtain it. It goes bad. It's whatever. It's an annoying thing. Yeah, as a house of three millennials, like, milk is our absolute worst enemy. Like, (laughs) we have a ton of cereal, but, like, we go through it super slow because even when we buy the tiniest thing of milk that only has about two and a half bowls worth of cereal in it, (laughs) it still goes bad. I know it's and it milk it's like it's like designed to disappoint you you never have it and when you do it has gone bad it's milk is horrible I don't understand older people's fascination with putting milk in things well I mean if you go to a coffee place that over roasts and you know gives you garbage that requires dairy to mask the burdenness of it I, I mean, mean that's that's how the entire prior generation enjoys coffee before millennials got all coffee snobby and ruined that for old people too (laughs) right i don't know drinking their straight coffee that takes like 35 minutes of prep i I don't even know i'm not a i'm not one of those coffee people but i could be someday (laughs) i'm acknowledging this because i'm a person that drinks tea straight um so yeah i would probably do that with coffee too once i can't function on the minuscule levels of caffeine Mm. that's in black tea anymore (laughs) i drink a lot of caffeine i i start my day with an extra large coffee from dunkin donuts which granted is only 24 ounces of coffee and i do get it with cream in it but i was gonna say it's only 24 (laughs) percent milk fat yeah it's it's and it turns out the secret to dunkin donuts coffee is that they use light cream which is creamier than half and half, but a little bit less creamy than straight up heavy cream, heavy whipping cream. So it's it's very delicious, and I enjoy that. 
Um, and typically I get a bagel because there's a drive through and I drive through it and I get my breakfast at the Dunkin' Donuts. I mean, the other thing that I do is eat Soylent for breakfast, which I'm sure would appall the very same authors who are <laughs> shocked and horrified that millennials are, quote unquote, too lazy to eat cereal. Uh, by the way, I have had I, I did go through a cereal for dinner period. And my husband, like, criticized me because he was like, you have access to fresh food and vegetables. And I'm like, not really. I mean, we have frozen fish and frozen vegetables. And I don't want that. I want cereal for dinner um, with almond milk, which stores in a shelf-stable form for a really long time, uh, which is much more convenient than cow milk. Um, and is lactose-free because right. I am I am one of the uh, growing number of people who, due to skipping cereal for the last, <laughs> you know, decade of my life, have uh, lost my lactose tolerance. Um, that's not to say I'm, you know, lactose intolerant, and, you know, in which case I, like, you know, completely explode or something if like, <laughs> I smell milk or something. Right. You know, I mean, you know, I just get, you know, an upset stomach if I have, like, a glass of milk. Right, but I but but you know, dunk a couple of cookies is gonna be fine. Right. Um. So, uh, yeah, uh, almond milk in like honey bunches of oats with almonds. You know, it's perfect. Yeah. Um. And I also think that's like you know, like that's like the late night thing you have, like because like you should be asleep, but like your brain is stupid, <laughs> so it says I want carbs instead. Yeah, my brain wants carbs like a lot. Yeah. It pretty much requires me to have car- like the whole thing about eating like people. Oh, you should have a chicken breast and some vegetables, and I'm like, okay, but I will be ravenous in an hour if yeah. I do that. Like, if I need a potato or some rice or some bread or something because that ain't gonna work for me basically everything i eat is in sandwich form if i can help it yeah sandwiches are a very convenient food to mouth delivery mechanism and don't require silverware because silverware is a pain in the ass i mean like if you can compare it to you know like a chef salad or something that's full of meat anyway i mean you're (laughs) just oversizing the croutons so you could call sandwiches salads if you really wanted to sure yeah i mean subway (laughs) sells you a salad which is basically sandwich crap in a bowl exactly i don't recommend like, it but yeah like uh you know what the first time i saw someone order one of those i'm like huh <laughs> yeah they just took all of that right out of the sandwich section that's not anything different it's like you're eliminating the only even marginally acceptable part of a subway sub which is the bread which is usually reasonably fresh at least um but yeah i only so, so subway and chipotle are these places where like Make sure you go to a high throughput one, because if you have to stand in a line, that means, you know, like they're running out of things and putting new ones out. Right. Um, so uh, our ridiculous uh, eating habits aside, uh, um, we actually don't want to spend too much time talking about why we don't eat cereal or why uh, uh, other people may choose not to eat cereal. Um and by the way, I usually like cook myself a breakfast, so like fuck you calling me lazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, they're talking about me, actually. I'm too lazy to eat cereal. No. Well, you mix up your soylent, you bought the powder one, that's, that's an true. ordeal. That's practically making cereal. It might be more steps because you have to homogenize it through some means. Well, you just shake it real good. Uh, well, you don't shake your cereal. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> you don't 
Not I mean, usually. I mean, unless you're like trying to get the prize to the top of the box, so you can. Well, yeah, <laughs> I have an amusing. I think I think it's the about. box of Rice Krispies we have, where it like literally has like a chance to win a Surface Three. Ooh. <laughs> well, yeah, but Although, like they've devolved they to the point of being cereal box prizes. Mm, that's true. Even if there's only you know one per like region. Right, but where Joe was trying to go with that is that <laughs> the the actually interesting thing is what a fucking boondoggle cereal is, like breakfast cereal to begin with. Right, so uh, it turns out you people th- that don't listen to this show, because of course you're not listening to this show, mm-hmm. um, who are, um, you know... All up cereals, but uh, <laughs> turn out to be the victims of one of the best played marketing schemes of all time. Right. So, what do you think about it? The first cereals are literally feedstock. <laughs> the stuff they feed to animals. Right. <laughs> um, and they figured out that by... Um, you know, putting a little bit of sugar on it mm. and taking a picture of it next to a strawberry. <laughs> um, and um, coming up with, you know, all the characters like Tony the Tiger, mm. that you could market this stuff to children. And oh, some of the marketing is just absolutely brilliant. Like there was one that was like, you know, completely reverse psychology. It was like, um, attention mothers, don't buy Frosted Flakes. We are out of Frosted Flakes. Like as an ad in the paper, but also had a coupon attached to it. That's my favorite. I really enjoyed that. It's like, please don't buy any Frosted Flakes. We can't keep it in stock. Oh no. Here's a Uh, coupon. Right. So, uh, boomers, parents and boomers themselves, you know, fell for this hook, line and sinker (laughs) and produced a generation that was, you know, used to the idea of, um, just having cereal every morning. And of course, you know, back then that was the lazy answer because cereal is a crap ton easier than frying eggs for each of your then multitudinous children. Right. Just, just you basically, it's like a trough that you, you pour, like chickens, you know, you just pour the cereal in this big long trough. Uh, well, okay, so it's little individual troughs, but nevertheless. Yep. <laughs> and then you're just adding cow milk because, you know, the, uh, I mean, well, uh, cow milk has already had success in America at the time for whatever bizarre reason I didn't bother researching. Um, but, so, Yeah. You're all victims of the widely successful cereal lobby. Although, to be fair, I used to buy Cookie Crisp because that shit's delicious. It's it's like cookies. It's just cookies. It's tiny cookies. That doesn't count as cereal. They gave you an excuse to eat cookies for breakfast, and I will take them up on that offer. <laughs> they were really good before the formula changed and it got a little more cereal-y. That's yeah. another thing, too. Like, um, like despite the nostalgia factor so like you know 90s kids probably did you know have cereal growing up um because back then some houses still had one parent home at the time until thanks nafta um Mm. but (laughs) (laughs) um so you know you would have the uh the lazy 
slash busy slash raised this way parent who would, you know, give cereal to my generation. Um, but we can't buy those cereals anymore because the formulas have changed. The good ingredients have been traded out for ones laden with artificial sweeteners, which are less healthy and less delicious, yeah. but more profitable. Wow. And... Um, you know, just, they're just not the same. The boxes, you know, got tinier, you know, right. everybody's, you know, like, no, no, you just grew up. No, no, no. I can tell the difference between ounces. Those it, are numbers. It's labeled. <laughs> it's on the, it's on the box, actually. The uh, consumerist calls it the grocery store shrink ray. And right. it's a real thing. Plus, my very favorite cereals have all been discontinued, except Cookie Crisp. Um, <laughs> you know, there used to be a Rice Krispies treats cereal. Yes, I do that know that. That was great. Yeah, because Rice Krispies are awful. Rice, they get mushy right away. Anyway, I have a litany of complaints about cereals. but And everybody pours like a ton of sugar into their Rice Krispies anyway, even though they're kind of already sweet. But yeah, um, like there, there used to be... There used to be this cereal, and you can still buy it in England. It's called Raisin Wheat. So if you're in England, buy me some and mail it to me. Because um, <laughs> it, it was delicious. It was just uh, basically um, fucking, what are those thingies? They're like little hay bales, you know. Frosted uh, mini wheats, but without the frosted. Mini wheats with raisins in the middle, and those are delicious. Interesting. Um, like in it? in the uh, mini wheat yeah like in the middle of the mini wheat there would be a bunch of raisin and sometimes you can buy actual frosted mini wheats with raisin in the middle but a it's frosted you don't need the additional frosting and b like well you did before it was made out of sucralose but (sighs) you don't need the frosting (laughs) and i'm not convinced that the raisin crap in the middle is actually raisin anymore (laughs) i think it might be brown stuff Maybe it started life as a raisin. There might be raisins in its lineage somewhere, but it's, I don't know, it's kind of terrible. And and people, like, can find it in their hearts to be outraged that children, that, that like, young adults aren't eating this. Like, what are they doing instead? Some of them are skipping breakfast, whatever. Um, some of them are getting a bagel at the Dunkin' Donuts or some or kind of pastry. a real bagel, maybe. Well, right, if, if that's an <laughs> option. And it kind of is for me, but kind of not. Like, they're, eh, it's, it's... The real in- bagel place doesn't have a drive-thru. Correct. And it's inconvenient, and it has street parking, and I'm not going to do that. I, <laughs> I drive through the Dunkin' Donuts, because there's a Dunkin' Donuts right before my office, and a Dunkin' Donuts right after my office. So I have choices, but I go to the one before it, because I'm not going to drive past my office and then turn around. That's stupid. <laughs> um so while talking about what's changed in these uh, cereal formulas um uh what one thing that happened early on was you know there that meme of the uh everyone's mother telling them that you know your uh, sugar frosted candios have less Mm -hmm. nutrition than the box they're in Um, that's not entirely inaccurate it it's interesting. Um, well, first of all, so the uh, the MythBusters tested this and uh, concluded it was busted because a the cereal had more calories and it did have more vitamins and stuff. But I mean that doesn't mean it's better for you. It just means it has more quote nutrition in it. Right. Um, and it turns out, do you know how they get nutrition quote unquote into cereal? They spray it with some shit. I don't know. 
Yeah, that's literally what they do. <laughs> so they, they take the uh, entirely flavorless cornflake um, and uh, use corn syrup to glue like vitamin specks to it. Like, I'm not kidding. That's yeah. how it's done. It's like the that's... cheese powder on your Cheetos. Yeah, but that's worth it. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, um, now... An experiment (laughs) was performed on rats that indicated that a diet of milk and breakfast cereal was, in fact, less healthy than the diet of the box. (laughs) Which Uh, is pretty remarkable when you consider that, I mean, we're not talking about pandas that eat, like, sticks on purpose. We're talking about rats who are, you know, usually a decent human analog because they're omnivores and they're mammals and... They reproduce quickly, so they're easy to test everything on. Right. Um, I learned this today, um, <laughs> that the, uh, that turns out, uh, the Mythbusters did know about this, and they did test it on rats, and the result was that... <laughs> It's so so, so the, set, the setup was that they had a, uh, a control of rats eating, you know, rat food pellets that they're supposed to eat, uh, rats eating cereal, and oh rats eating cardboard, <laughs> and they had three in each cage. And before they went to leave for a weekend, they go and check on all of them, and in the uh, cardboard cage... <laughs> There was one really fat rat, and as a as Adam described it um, in an interview, uh, you know, two rats that looked like they had been, uh, you know, like eaten like a corn on the cob oh, by God. the other rat. They were a head and a tail and a rib cage. Oh, why would they house them together? Yeah, clearly and, they didn't look that I mean, up ahead of time. No, that rats that- do do that. Of course they do that. Anybody like? Oh my god! Uh, rats so that don't segment have morals. Didn't air. <sighs> <laughs> so that myth um, was kind of busted in a way. In that well, rats I mean, will happily eat each other. Wait, before the box. it doesn't actually indicate anything. No, but it's no, an it just it just it, it just indicated that uh, given a diet of uh, uh, just <laughs> cardboard, that uh, maybe one rat will decide to also eat its roommates. Right, they will supplement their di- their diet of cardboard with rat. <laughs> right, because <laughs> had they been separated, and you know, they ran it long enough, you know, they probably would have verified the. Uh, actually scientifically right. conducted findings Holy that shit. those rats would be you know uh, as healthy or better than the ones eating just sugar which would probably get obese at some point right and they wouldn't eat each other because holy shit why wouldn't you separate them what were you thinking Mythbusters? <laughs> that, <laughs> that they're not animal scientists I mean they're I, I know that they're really unscientific on Mythbusters always but like have a grain of common sense at least like who doesn't know that the rats are good who to whom is this an unexpected result children (laughs) apparently rats are not nice apparently everyone actually rats are kind of nice but not when you're starving one at a time (laughs) (sighs) um 
<laughs> so the other thing that that we wanted to talk about a little bit was was uh, bacon and avocados for some reason. I can't think what that reason would be. Okay, so um, recently, like be- uh, bacon has become like really, really popular because, um, so bacon is the uh, pork belly. It is formerly a worthless part of the animal that was sold below cost. Um, until somebody, you know, figured out it was freaking delicious if you right. just put it in a frying pan and do nothing else to it. Um, uh, so, uh, some people would draw the comparison between cereal and bacon in terms of like, oh, you're only eating it because, you know, marketing tells you to do it. And prior to that, bacon was worthless. Well, no, supply and demand made bacon prices go way, way up because it turns out bacon is delicious. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned. Once we got over all of our hangups about eating bacon, which we had in the 80s and the 90s, we were like, bring on the bacon. Right, and now it is basically a condiment that you can add to almost anything at any restaurant, just like avocados, which similarly were discovered to be freaking delicious. Yeah, duh. You know, it's not evil marketing, it's successful marketing of a good product that deserves, you know, to succeed. Um, And I love combining the two on anything as well. they're both amazing. (laughs) Yeah, bacon, avocado, anything. Well, maybe not pizza, but... Well, maybe pizza, actually. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would try it. Yeah, what could possibly go wrong? I mean, warm, you wouldn't, hmm, you might want to put the avocado on after it goes, it comes out of the oven, though. Because you don't usually cook avocado. No, I don't think so. Hmm. Clearly, (laughs) (laughs) this calls for further experimentation. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, I do get it on hot sandwiches all the time where, like, the bacon is hot, you know, but it's put on, you know, at time of assembly. Mm-hmm. Same thing, you know, with uh, guacamole in a nice medium temperature burrito. God, I love guacamole. Yeah. The funny thing about guacamole is I spent, like, 20 years of my life convinced that I hated guacamole. Turns out I would never actually tried it. I decided that based on how it looked and I didn't like I just thought that I hated it. And then finally, my husband or his family or somebody was like, no, eat this <laughs> or something. And I tried it and it was amazing. And I was like, holy crap, where have you been all my life? Guacamole. Well, I mean, I was in New Jersey and people didn't. Ex- I mean, guacamole was basically Taco Bell's interpretation of it. Uh, and- I don't even want to know what that means. It's green stuff. It's green mm. shit that they squirt onto your taco, basically. I don't know. <laughs> it like come out of a toothpaste tube. Probably. Or a, or like <laughs> or like those disturbing overhead ketchup and mustard dispensers. Oh, that yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> look like a freaking body shop. Yeah. But it's mustard <laughs> instead of oil, allegedly. Uh, and mayonnaise, which is roughly equivalent to motor oil. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I recently got into guacamole due to my wife, so. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Especially, she makes it really good, too. Yeah, like, you need to put the right things into it and not, like, totally pulverize it. Like, a lot of times, it, like, cheap restaurant guacamole, is it's like they make it in a fucking blender or some shit. Don't do that. Or, well, usually what it, that means it comes from a tub. True, that's true, which is also not optimal. Right, yeah, no, you should uh, use, like, like a freaking salad fork like to smash it up like it should be lumpy yeah because it's good that way 
Lumps yep. are good in guacamole. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I should tell you my amusing cereal uh, prize anecdote since we've got a little bit of time because I say so. <laughs> so sometimes um, we used to, like, my parents would basically ditch us, me and my brother, at my aunt's house. And for some reason, her cereal boxes always had, like, a shit ton of prizes in them. Like, just, like, dozens of cereal prizes. And we were like, damn, where do you buy this cereal with all the prizes in it? Because we were kids and kids are stupid. And we didn't realize that she had been saving the prizes from, like, every box of cereal ever. And then putting it into, <laughs> into like, one box of cereal when we were staying over. Which was really nice of her. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> but, but we were so stupid. We just thought that she, like, went to this... She got, like, the special box or something that had a million prizes in it. I don't know. Maybe my brother didn't think that. But I did because kids are dumb. That was a that was a good Jessica story. <laughs> yeah, nobody died. My aunt's still yeah, alive. No. I'm still alive. My brother's still alive. None of the cereals had like a dismembered rat or something. In no, them. just a bunch of crappy prizes. <laughs> prizes used to be better too. They did. That's true. I mean, like like the prizes have like devolved to like a redeem code because like. <laughs> It's gotten bad. That's so crappy. Like, at least a sticker Your or something. kids scanned this QR code. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. That's depressing. I didn't win the uh, Surface 3, by the way, oh. in that one box of Rice Krispies. <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we can find these topics in the worst election season oh of all God. time. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I mean... <laughs>